Alright, welcome to week number 140 of the Two Guys Into Friday's podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. It's me over here. And Travis. then uh, soon to join us, Rebecca Arthur is going to be on the show as well this week. Yeah, we talked about it last week and I'm so excited. She was so kind to join us, spend some time. Super cool. Yeah, before Super we bring her on, though, let's get re- let's get through all of the stuff that we need to do. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube first. Uh, go to YouTube, search Two Guys Into Fridays. As soon as the video for this interview goes up, you'll get an alert, and then you can watch it in video form as well. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, follow us on all social media at TGIFCast. You'll get alerts. You'll get updates. Uh, stuff that has to do with Awesome Con coming up in just a couple weeks. So... Subscribe or follow us on all that stuff, and uh, we'll let you know where we are at at all times. Not at all times, but uh, at least that weekend. <laughs> that weekend, you'll know where we are. It'd probably get pretty annoying if like, I just put a Twitter update walking to the bus stop or something every time we went somewhere else. So we won't Going do that. Going to play Magic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks to Kai for the theme song this week. Thank you, Kai. And... Uh, yeah, before we get into this interview, cool. we should still look at what was going on in the world 30 years ago, since there are no episodes to talk about this week. Yes. And uh, Friday in 1992, this week would have been what, like the... Four, it would have been the 29th. 29th. So Friday, yeah, May 29th. Or no, I'm sorry, I skipped the week. May 22nd. Friday, 22nd. May 22nd. So um, and Two weeks away. Two weeks re- away from Awesome Con, not one week. <laughs> in the summer, uh, all reruns, so that's why I've got an awesome interview today. Yep, so a few dates that I pulled out. Uh, May the 19th, 1992. This feels like it was probably a pretty big deal. Um, The 27th Amendment got changed or something? I don't know about amendments. Okay. Um, Let's see. Let me pull this back up. 27th. What did I say? This happened on the the 19th. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So the 27th Amendment was ratified. Um, It prohibited Congress from raising its salary. Correct. I feel like that's a big deal. No? I mean... How often do amendments get ratified? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's rare. All right. Yeah. But I mean, it's... I'm saying it's a big deal. Also, on uh, May the 22nd, uh, we've talked about it a couple times in different ways, but this was finally Johnny Carson's final episode of The Tonight Show. Final final and and I'm I'm bad with with late night TV. Jay did Jay Leno take yeah, over? Yeah, him? yeah, yep. Or, you got it. Okay. okay. And then cool. Conan, and then cool. Leno, and then Fallon. Leno came back. Yeah. So Leno 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 didn't Jay like Leno, did, Leno didn't like Conan, and then like kicked Conan so he was out. Like, I got to come out of retirement. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, that's what happened. Huh. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, uh, that's it. That's all I pulled for uh, news stories this week. Uh, I think I remember from last week we might have a change in the movie or music or something this week. Not a change in the music. Music is still uh, crisscross jump. Um, and, but we do have a new movie. It is Lethal Weapon Three. No, oh, so I saw that in theaters. I remember seeing that in theaters. I um, I I had never seen any of the Lethal Weapon movies, and I've watched the first three now, and they're fun. I, right? I can't say that I can't say no. that I'm a huge fan. I, I thought they were supposed to be funnier. I thought they were supposed to be more like comedy cop buddy, but yeah. they're, they're not as funny as I remember them being. Per, I don't know for some reason I had 
funny in my head and they were not. So I, I clearly remember this. Like I didn't go to the movie theater with my grandfather very often, if ever, other than mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon 3. But the two of us went to go see Lethal Weapon 3 and I can still kind of like imagine him just like cracking up laughing throughout this movie. <laughs> It wasn't didn't do it for me. Maybe it's a generational thing. It I will say very that, I mean, well it, was could the, be. it was the highest uh, R-rated movie um, at the time. The highest, you know, the highest debut for an R-rated movie. Yeah, box office. Okay, thirty-three million, uh, which is a lot back then. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was fine. I just I don't I don't know. I got to sit down and watch the fourth one. That one's got Chris Rock in it, and it's like came out in the nineties. So maybe there's a or, you know like the late nineties, early two thousands. So. Maybe I'll be more into it. Uh, any birthdays this week? Yeah, two big ones. Okay. Uh, we got two birthdays. Where'd my calendar go? There it is. Uh, May 17th, Tuesday, Mr. The Late Great Bob Saget. So oh, man. Um, happy happy birthday to, to Bob. Um, and then the 20th, so the day this comes out, Bronson Pinchot. So happy birthday, Bronson. You know, limitations are open. It is. Um, all right. So we want to bring Rebecca on now? Yeah, let's do it. I'm really excited. Rebecca Arthur, Mary Ann from Perfect Strangers. I I was like super giddy that she was generous enough for their time to come on the show. So I'm happy. Well, uh, awesome. welcome to the show. Um, just so you know, this is uh, Two Guys in a Fridays. Travis and I have been watching all of TGIF uh, exactly as it airs 30 years after it airs. So whatever happened to air 30 years ago this week, those are the shows that we watch, and then we talk about it every week. And uh, Perfect Strangers has been a very big part of this show for a couple years now. Since day one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a long time ago. What's cur- what season is currently on? And So we're at the, are we like at the end of season seven, Travis? Is that right? So it's a little, it's a little weird. So technically season seven is this year. We watched the the first half. I don't know if you remember, Rebecca, but the first half was on TGIF and they changed it to Saturday nights about halfway through. So we are actually rewatching the the episodes that aired on Saturday nights, kind of on our off weeks. So we're about halfway through season seven. I don't think you were ever on Saturday night. Well, they moved it off of Friday nights halfway about halfway through season seven. And then you came back to Friday nights, uh, summer of 93 to finish out uh, that short season of season eight. Yeah, it was like a weird thing where they had like four shows on Saturday. What were the other ones? Do you remember, Travis? It was like uh, uh, it was Herman's Head, Capital Critters and uh, who's who's the boss? One of those. Yeah, so they only did it for like half a season and then they brought you guys back to uh, to TGIF. Um, Yeah. season eight yeah they brought in a couple like different shows on tgif and then they were like all right let's bring perfect strangers back to finish it up and then you guys finished it out on on friday nights yep i do not not remember ever being on saturday we started off on wednesday night yeah right yeah it was it was a back and forth thing for a little bit but um yeah i mean we'd love to talk to you about it and see what you remember about it do you remember like as far back as auditioning for the show like what what it was about uh, Perfect Strangers, or uh, did you know the show before you auditioned coming in in season two? No, no, it hadn't even, I don't think it had even aired yet. Okay, yeah, I was wondering about that. So, um, yeah, they just did those six little, they did six shows to test right. it, and I don't think, I, I don't think it had aired yet. And um, it was just, uh, Melanie and I went in for a guest part. We were only supposed to be there one week. 
Yeah, that that was the other thing I was going to ask. Like, what this did, week of my life. What did you know? Like, uh, apparently, you didn't know that this that you were going to end up marrying Balky at the end of this whole thing. Like, you thought it was just going to be a few episodes. No, it was supposed just to be one, one episode. Oh wow, <laughs> one episode, and um, I went to the audition. It was the the year I had had the flu all during winter. I just couldn't knock it. Finally, felt better by. I think I, the audition was in June. <laughs> it was the first time I got out in a while. And um, I went to audition and they handed me the sides. And um, I was auditioning for the role of Rachel. and um, But I had to read the role of Jennifer. And I said, on the back page, I saw this one line for Rachel that just was, hi, I'm Rachel, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> And then Balky says, hi, I'm Balky. I'm a Bartopomus. And <laughs> at the time, I didn't know his accent or any of that stuff. But I, I saw that one line and I was said to the casting director, I said, I-, I want this part, whatever this is. I think she's probably going to be funny. And she said, oh, well, we're casting um, both both females from the, just reading Jennifer. And I was like, but, you know, Jennifer was the, the straight character. So I said, all right. So I read for her and um, then they brought me back for the producers and I read again for Jennifer. And um, I remember later I asked them, I said, how did you even decide that I would be, uh, you know, good for Rachel slash Marianne? And they said, oh, we could just tell you we're funny. I have no idea how that ever (laughs) translated, but I saw Melanie at the audition and then the first table reading after I'd been hired, she wasn't there. It wasn't her. It was this brunette gal, very, very pretty girl. And um, she was Jennifer. And I, I was very nervous. And um, my part didn't come up until after hers, when she goes into the Ritz discount store and meets mm-hmm. um, Larry for the first time. So when she started reading, I, I was a little bit thrown. I was like, are we supposed to do it that way? That doesn't that doesn't seem right. And and I just remember and, and now, you know, later, of course, no Bronson so well. I just remember Bronson looking up at her and going <laughs> like that. In future times, I would know you're fired. Bye bye. <laughs> but at that time, I didn't know that's what that meant. But um, yeah, so we were sent to lunch and she was gone. Wow. And then we then we were sent home. And then apparently they brought in a whole bunch of Jennifers again and um, finally hired Melanie. And Melanie said she was at home painting her kitchen thinking, well, I know that's my part. Why haven't they called yet? So the next point was frightening. I guess in 2020 hindsight, a lot of people knew what they were doing because it worked out pretty perfect. So, yeah, it worked. It worked out. I met her when. Um, I was in wardrobe having a fitting and she, the, the mirror was on the door and she opened the door and we were both looking at each other and we're like, well, somebody got fired. (laughs) (laughs) So this was all just for that guest episode. Like what was it like when they were like, Hey, we want you guys to come back. We think this, uh, this character has a little more to it. Oh, well, it was funny because they, um, they already had, a certain amount of scripts already prepped that we weren't, of course, in. Uh, 
but they decided after our episode that they were going to bring us back. So we, it was, um, I don't remember the timing, maybe a month or two later, but they had called shortly after because uh, Melanie and I were on the phone together. And at the same time, um, we both got calls from our agents. So we hung up on each other and then called each other back and said, oh, my God, they're bringing us back. That's just crazy. So. Do you, do you think uh, any of the added on episodes had anything to do with you playing a flight attendant uh, before in a couple roles? I, I did some research and it looked like this was the third time that you had been a, a flight attendant on TV or on movies. It, just, a, just a coincidence or do you think there was something to it? Was it? A coincidence. it was really weird. Um, I think it was the casting director, Molly Lapata. She kept on. Um, hire me for great shows. She did like New Heart and mm -hmm. um, flight attendant on New Heart. And then I think I was the flight attendant on Remington Steel. I have no idea. Can't remember. But I remember several airplane. Um, <laughs> IMDb agrees with you that it was Remington Steel and New Heart. So if that makes you feel any better. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> So before before Perfect Strangers, what was what were you doing? Were you you were stand up? Is that correct or no? Okay. No, I've never done stand up. There is a stand up comedian with my name, but she has two C's in her name, and apparently she's very raunchy. But okay. I've never ever seen her anywhere. Um, no, before that, I I <laughs> I went to school. And the only thing I got out of this one school that I attended was you're not ready to audition. So I wouldn't go on an audition. So I had a job in Manhattan and was going and taking acting classes all the time. But I wouldn't go on an audition. I just I couldn't do it because I just wasn't ready. And um, then I was at NYU and I still wouldn't go on an audition and then um, finished there and still was working, but not going on an audition. And I had an acting teacher who said I couldn't come back to class until I went on an audition. And um, I actually ended up on an audition by accident. And that, thank God, or I never would have done anything. Did you get that role or was that? Yes. You did. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Good for that. Good for that teacher. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think it was about this cast, the four of you that like, just clicked? Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, you have to have chemistry in a show for it to work out, but there was something different about Perfect Strangers. The four of you together, mm -hmm. um, it, it just, it felt different to me. Like from all these shows that we're watching, there was something about the four of you together that, I don't know, it just, is it just the time I, that you spent together or? We just, it, I think we were all having so much fun in the beginning that, you know, I know that that first week that we were there after at, at the end, you know, we shot it Friday night and that, you know, in front of an audience and it was so fun and, um, it just it just didn't feel like it was over. But I had no reason to believe that because, you know, yeah. when you guest on a show, you go in, you perform and you love the people, have a great time and then it's over. And then maybe you'll see them a few years later on something else. But we were having such a we had such a great time that week. It was really fun. And apparently it had been in the works. They were trying to figure out how to have um these flight attendants. Mm -hmm. So they were really on the lookout. They, they had this in the back of their mind anyway. And um, just so happened they decided they liked us. 
because they already had um, Lise Cutter and another, there was another actress that was in there in those first five episodes. I don't remember who she was. She too was a blonde, um, but it never, it, in fact, Lise was still there when we started, but she was just the neighbor upstairs. So I don't know. Never was she was never. Um, I don't think a love interest for either one of them. Yeah, she definitely was more of like a friend, and never they never explored kind of the the dating potential there. At least not in the first six episodes. So yeah, yeah. So the show does a lot of the kind of homages and tributes, and draws so heavily on that kind of classic comedy. Was that something that you connected with, or did you have kind of a passion for that coming into the show? Or I guess how did how would you think of those episodes? Did you enjoy that? Yes, because I uh, my my whole um, when I came out to L.A. didn't I came out for pilot season. I didn't want to actually come out here. I wanted to stay in New York because I like doing theater. Okay. And my whole thing was um, was comedy, and I kept guesting on soap operas as kind of the you know comic relief and little comic relief character. So it was finally like my agent made me come out here. <laughs> well, you got to, I mean, you got to play some fun characters. You got to play was you were, you were Trixie, right? In the, the honeymooners episode. And I mean, all of the, I don't know, whenever we, whenever I see any of those kind of real heavy tributes, it's always fun to watch that be brought back to life by you all. So I don't know. It was fun to watch. It is fun to watch. That was a, when we shot that honeymooners episode, we did it live like they did. Oh, wow. And, um, and the deal was keep going no matter what happens. So um, Melanie and I, you probably wouldn't think of this, but we spent a lot of time behind a door waiting for a red light to go on. And then one of us would knock. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me want to go back and rewatch it, knowing that. We we wrote on, on the um, set when we, um, uh, our last episode, that Melanie Wilson and Rebecca Arthur spent their entire career behind this door. <laughs> so, but we were behind the door and the scene was going on out there. And all of a sudden we hear this bam and we hear everybody laughing hysterically. And then it was like a long laugh, like, and, and we're looking at each other, like what could have happened? What could have happened? But we, you know, usually we would have opened the door and gone, what, what's going on out here? What happened is, Bronson was doing his funny Ed Norton thing and he slipped and went, fell flat on his face. And you can see it that one minute, Mark just kind of goes like this, like, oh my God. And, but he's, they stayed in character. And I think, I think Mark says something like, Norton, you're a nut job or something. It pulls him up. <laughs> and we look at each other like, that wasn't in the script. What was that about? So we didn't find out until after our scene because we just kept going. We didn't yeah. stop. You'll crack the final cut. Oh yeah. Okay. There had, yeah, to have been, there had to have been a lot of ad lib in the show, right? Like just like all of you guys playing off of each other and going off script a little bit. Um, well we did. And we did that mostly during the week mm -hmm. and show it to the writers. And then it would end. It, it either got put into the script or we were said told, don't do that. And because you had kind of a tough role in, well, I guess, when it comes to those script writing, because you were, you you know, Marianne was the, I guess, the ditz, but also the kind of savant in many situations. And that, was that fun to play, being able to kind of switch back and forth 
almost instantaneously at times and kind of find those those lines that made, that made sense? Yeah, I, I one of my favorite ones was when we were in the basement and it was flooding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I gave him the recipe for a bomb. Yeah. We used to summer in Beirut, you know, and probably we can go over well now because nobody <laughs> really remember Beirut. But yeah, it was again, just, it was kind of fun. We just watched the one where Balky and Larry buy the bottle of wine and you had that moment where where you were psychic and knew where the key was and who the winner of the, the, the fertilizer competition was in, in Mipos. And it reminded me of that. It's the same kind of thing. So. Well, great. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, it, sometimes I want, I'll see an episode and I'll, I'll, I'll say to Melanie, do you remember this episode? And she'll say, no, were we in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually saw us in it, but I don't remember it. Yeah. But then some stick out more than others. So sure. Well, I mean, the basement one is is hard to forget with kind of all that. Was there a set? I mean, that was a pretty crazy set, pretty crazy design. Was there? And there were a lot of those sets. Was there a set that you really enjoyed, or was was that basement one kind of a real memorable set for you? Well, the basement one was in a tank on the right. lot, so um, that was kind of you know we spent a lot of time wet. Yeah, I imagine. Comfortable. But um so there's the one where you were on the mountain with Balky. I don't know, which was probably a fun set. The mountain. Which time? With the snow or the <laughs> camping? I think of the one where who's is it is it Larry that's hanging off the side of the mountain and you you're the, the savior of the day? You rescue Balky oh, off the side of the mountain. I'm when, when he thinks I'm gonna murder Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm the black widow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah, so a I lot remember of fun that. sets. A lot of fun sets. Yeah. There, oh, yeah, there definitely were. Like, when we did Snow Way to Treat a Lady, <laughs> they, they would do these things. Like, they would write these scripts, and they'd never bother to ask any of us if we knew how to do any of this stuff. Like, for instance, ski. I can't ski to save my life, and neither can <laughs> Melanie. And they expected us to ski down um, a carpeted slope on the soundstage. Um, but basically, and then it had like a, five foot drop off at the end where, where a, a stunt man would catch you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one. And then another one, they decided um, that everyone could roller skate except for Larry. Yep. So for two weeks we had roller skating lessons because none of us roller skated. I did things like hang by my teeth and spin around, but that was all circus <laughs> stuff. But it, once you strap something on my feet, I, I can't do anything. I have no idea why. Wait, do you have a circus background? <laughs> well, I do now. I was <laughs> the stars like four times. Was it all Earth trapeze? It. Hmm? Was it all trapeze on Circus of the Stars or did they, did uh, they well, give you more well, talents? Sort of, yeah, because of the first, first Bronson did the trapeze. And then I really, really wanted to do the trapeze because I used to be a gymnast. So I was all excited. Um, nothing like doing gymnastics, though. It was really... <laughs> terrifying so um and but you train for three months so by the time they shoot it you know you've become circus folk because you've been living with these people every day six days a week for hours just learning how to do this these crazy stunts so the first year i did the trapeze the second year i did the russian trapeze with a russian who never showed up until the week of taping which was terrifying because he was going to stand remember that game tippet where the little guy would stand on his nose and you try to take that 
Maybe not. Maybe I'm <laughs> dating myself. Anyway, he would stand on on his head on a bar uh-huh. that his buddy, <laughs> his buddy, what was his name? Valari. He and, and they he would go up in the air spinning, holding on to me under him while I'm like doing all these, you know, things. And it was terrifying. But we didn't get to practice it until because with with the Russians, it was always yes. Yes, we'll do that, but we need this, but we need that. So that went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I would train with the the trapeze catcher to learn all the stuff that this guy, Yuri, would do with his wife on this spinning, swingy thing. And then when he got there, we had to somehow put it together. Of course, I'd never been on the spinny thing, going up in the air, doing all that stuff. Somehow we pulled that off. So that was the second year. The third year, they had me do um, a routine from Cirque du Soleil, which was another trapeze type thing. And then that was supposed to be it. We were done. You know, I've been on three years in a row. With Circus of the Stars, their biggest challenge was finding somebody whose show was still on the air. (laughs) And they could actually, you know, do anything. So then the, the fourth year, I get a phone call by this time, you know, I'm good friends with all of the producers. I get a phone call from the producer and he goes, they're going to call you and they're going to ask you to bungee jump. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. And I'm not going to tell you the big star that backed out of bungee jumping, but it was a guy and he chickened out at the last minute, the week, like it was the day before. And so, you know, I had done this or something. I was like, sure, I'll do it. And, and, you know, they were going to pay me an obscene amount of money for like one day to jump off of the crane. And I was like, well, all these people are paying money to bungee jump. How bad can it be? Yeah. Bad. Oh, really? Oh, it was bad. So I got whiplash because the, the person they tested the camera shots with was 10 pounds heavier than me. So, of course, she came down and did this. But when I came down, I went. (laughs) <laughs> I went back and I was so and then they show it in slow motion and you watch you can just see me like ow as I just you know like kind of fly around and then Sherman Helmsley catches me at the bottom <laughs> and then that was and the I, end of your circus career right and I'm in this this like very very sparkly unitard and I'm with downtown Julie Brown going up on this this crane and I remember when I told everybody at work Mark was really upset. He goes, you can't do that. It's too scary. 200 feet. You can't do it. You can't do it. And I said, Mark, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so he, he's, we're on the soundstage. He points up. He said, see that top rafter right there? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's only 40 feet. <laughs> oh, oh, that could be a problem. <laughs> the 90s were wild. Sherman Hemsley, <laughs> downtown Julie Brown. Well, Sherman Helmsley was so freaked out by the time I got down from there. He was just like, oh, my God. And um, downtown Julie Brown lied to me. She told me she'd done it before and it wasn't that bad. And she was just trying to calm me down because by the time they got me up there, I was wrecked. <laughs> I was like, what am I thinking? Because I was bungee jumping to concrete. Yeah. I have a Universal's parking lot. So it makes for a good story, at least. That's that's the yeah. Well, that's what most people see on YouTube. If they um, Google me, they see me jumping off. That. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it after this for sure. I'm absolutely going to go watch it. So I do want to add because we're a TGIF show, right? We watch all the TGIF shows. We talk about TGIF. So 
Perfect Strangers obviously didn't join. Well, it was on TGIF from day one, but that was five seasons in for you all. Did you see any kind of change, anything? I mean, was TGIF a entity that you were like aware of what was going on when you when the show started to join that lineup? Well, no, because we kind of started it. You did. Absolutely. Right. But and did you see any changes from like the viewership or kind of the fans on that when when that started? Like going from season four to five, is that what it was? Like something around yeah. there? Yeah. I don't know. My um my fans were all men in prison or little girls. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> And that and that remained throughout the entire run of the show. There was no pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I went from being, you know, uh, when when the show first got went on, uh, you know, people would look at me and and th- you know think I looked familiar, and they'd go, "Where'd you go to high school?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, no, I didn't go to high school out here." And then it turned into, "You, you, you're that girl. What girl?" But it would be that girl, you know. And then they went into, and then it was like, "Oh my God, it's Balky's girlfriend." They didn't know her name. Or my name, but it was Balky's girlfriend. Then pretty soon it was like, oh my God, it's Marianne. Then they eventually did know my name. And then it all went backwards to back down to, <laughs> where'd you go to high school? <laughs> so, that's where I am now. If anybody looks at me, you look really familiar. Did you, what school did your kids go to? So, Are there any episodes that you like to go back and like show friends or show family that maybe have never seen you acting on the show that like, are the ones that you pick out, like, this is like one of my favorite episodes that I did, or this is my proudest moment of being on the show. Are there any that stand out to you? Um, not, not in that sense. A lot of times, like I really enjoyed the the camping one because the bear was in it. Yeah. The bear was fun. You know, it was fun to have a bear on set. <laughs> and, um, we had to be, we had to be so careful because we didn't want, you weren't allowed to have, um, gum or any food on you know when the bear was out we had because bears obviously love food so when we did the camping scene where we're asleep at the campsite and the bear comes walking through and i think jennifer says marianne your stomach's growling and i'm like really but when we were rehearsing it um i had a piece of gum in my mouth and we were just blocking for camera so it didn't matter and um, I'm laying there with Melanie and we're sleeping. So we don't see that the bear has come over to our heads, which he wasn't supposed to do. But he comes over to our heads because of my gum. So then, you know, they 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 called cut and they come, you know, they were the wrangler got the bear and they came out and they said, did, did, do you have something on you? Do you have something in your pockets? And, and I was like, no. And they're like, you have gum. And I said, I do have gum. Mark comes running up and goes, give me the gum. Give me the gum. Because he wanted the bear to come over to him. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, you want my chewed gum? But those sort of things I remember. I remember things that happen on episodes that, you know, I find that were funny. I think Bronson told a story about um, one time that we were laughing so hard in rehearsal and he, he was telling this in an interview and he said, I peed my pants. The truth was he did. <laughs> and I mean, we were howling. It was, it, I can't remember what had happened, but I remember laughing so hard and then he peed his pants and that just did us all in. But he, he, he 
accused me of doing that. I would have said if I actually had, but that wasn't me. Why didn't uh, Balky and Jennifer ever just switch apartments so the two couples could be in the apartments together? Instead of buying the house? Well, like early <laughs> on. I feel like it was like six seasons they were together. And like, why didn't they just live together? Because it was, it, we, you cannot believe, I mean, it's been hard in the last 30 years to watch TV and go, really, they let them say that? You can't believe what we, standards and practices, they would come down on us. Just because you weren't married or whatever? Innuendo. No, it would be just innuendo. Little little things that were funny that would have been nice to toss in there for mom and dad who's watching with the kids. Mm. But they would go, oh, no, no, no. You can't say that on, on TV. Oh, you can't say that. Can't say that at 8 o'clock. Then we moved to 9 o'clock. It's like, can we say it now? Mm, no, not so much. So we were kind of, you know, back in those days, they were very, very um, stringent about what you could and couldn't say on network television yeah it was it's, it was always interesting it's been interesting watching your relationship with balky or you know marianne's relationship with balky and jennifer's relationship with mark god i shouldn't do that with larry kind <laughs> of <laughs> sorry getting all my names mixed up uh develop because yeah we, we comment on that a lot like you guys play it very safe and straight uh throughout a lot of the earlier episodes until the marriage, the engagement, and you know, subsequently moving into the house as opposed to the apartment, and then things. Jennifer gets a little bit gets a little bit wilder. Uh, you know, Larry Larry's still still a bit still a bit nervous, but uh, it's interesting to watch. How far into the whole show did you guys kind of find out that like what the ending was going to be, like that you guys would eventually like have kids and stuff like that? Was that something that's like? all right, we're going to end up wrapping the show up in the next couple seasons. We need to get to an end. Or did you know that that was the end like way further out in advance at some point? Oh, well, we were supposed to, um, we were supposed to do 13 episodes that last season, but then they decided um, since we weren't coming back to just shorten it, I think to six Mm -hmm. where we had the babies and then stopped it there because what had happened is the guy's contracts had um, expired and they didn't want to come back and um, do it anymore. So that's that's why it ended up that we we just sort of we were done. Did you know that was the ending, though, like earlier, like um, or was it like the season before you were told that this was going to be how the show ended? Not 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 definitely like uh, when the show would end, but how the show would end. Like, did you know that eventually it would get to that point and that's how the story would end? You know, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I know. I know. I knew it was the last season. And. um. How long were we pregnant? It seemed like forever. <laughs> not not long because you're not pregnant yet in season seven. So um, it hasn't been, you know, it'll probably be less than 10, 15 episodes total when it happens. It seemed like forever. Uh, it must have been a season <laughs> and a half of up to good. I, I remember we come into work and um, <laughs> for rehearsal and Melanie looked at me and she goes, are you going to go get pregnant now? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Put on our our uh thing that we had to wear and then you know put our clothes over it what do you know about so was, go ahead travis i was gonna say so marianne was always destined to be with balky was that was that known from from early on in the show from early seasons or was there was there any ever any question on that 
I I think it it was decided at some point that we were always going to be there. Gotcha. Okay. I, I mean, I honestly don't know. They yeah. you know, we get picked up two seasons some in the earlier years we got picked up two season two years in a row like you know for two more years of 24 and then i think there were some seasons where we did 26 mm-hmm. i get so mad when i see these series now and they only do 10 or 8 i'm like really yeah <laughs> get to work i need more shows i think uh last year they announced there's going to be a perfect strangers reboot spin-off something like that on hbo have you been following that at all or do you know anything about it we heard about it. It it really has like apparently from what I'm told has nothing to do with our show. Yeah, I mean it seems completely it has different. Like, nope. It's not even yeah. like related. Like it's it's, like, it's literally the name of the show and it's two uh girls who find out that they're sisters and then they kind of have the same relationship as Balky and Larry. I, that's all I can get so far. Yeah, um, I have no idea. I I ask um Bill Bickley, you know, he's he and Melanie are married. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, that's what they're calling it, but it has nothing to do with our show. It's nothing like our, our show at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I think um, one of the women who plays one of the leads on the show was on like The Tonight Show or something talking about it. And like they definitely referenced the original um, like being related somehow, but not. But I think it's just the general idea. I think that's it. Yeah, I, 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 I'd be curious to see what they're going to do. Because, you know, is it going to be like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Because now they've got, you know, oh, with that the reboot? Prince of that Bel-Air. That, that, I haven't seen it, but it's nothing like, you know, the original. Yeah. I, we, I, think, I think we were originally, when we first started hoping it was going to be more like the other TGIF reboots. Like Fuller where, House, stuff like that. Yeah, the, kind of the original cast has, has their, if they're not on it, has at least, you know, kind of some inspiration for it, so... But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I guess um, they're, they're, if they came to see what, you know, Balky and Larry and Marianne and Jennifer are doing now. <laughs> well, what, so what do you think? Where, where, what do you think? What would, what would Marianne be doing now in, in 2022 if she were still around? What would she be doing? I think... Um, she would probably be running a Fortune 500 club, and Balky would be working at the UN. Nice. And, um, let's see. Larry would still be a nervous wreck somewhere. <laughs> for still sure. working for the for the Chronicle, or is he? he, is he is, gone? Yeah, he's probably still a you know. But I would I would I would I have to make sure everybody is very successful. Sure, sure. And I would think that um, that Jennifer. She would probably be running the airline we used to work on. Nice. I like it. I think that would make a good show. Right? Just, yeah. you know, just that, that would be fun. That would be. And I think that Balky and Marianne would have too many children. And <laughs> <laughs> Larry and, and Jennifer would just have one or two. Just the one. Cool. Yeah, just the one. Because she said, we're getting a dog. That's it. We're done. Oh, you haven't seen that episode yet. We haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. So we are just about a year away from the 30 year anniversary of the finale of Perfect Strangers. Uh, 
when was the last time that the four of you were together? The four of us, the last time the four of us were together was the last night of shooting that show. Wow. But three of us have been together quite often since. I see, um, I see Melanie all the time. I'll see her on Saturday. Um, when Mark is in town, um, I, we, I usually see him with Melanie. Um, he has a daughter. I think Ruby is a little bit younger than my youngest. I think so. Yeah, I think she's a little younger than my youngest. <laughs> One time we're at Melanie's house and all three of the girls, my two and Mark's, were in the the um, pool. <laughs> They're screaming and Mark keeps jumping up and running over and running over. And I'm like, Mark, what's wrong? And he goes, I don't know. Just I hear him screaming. I said, honey, if you don't see blood, we're good. Don't worry about him. But he's a very nervous daddy then. But she was little. So Yeah. We're both parents. I think we can I can agree with that at least. If they're not bleeding, they're fine. Yeah. So. They're they're fine. And as long as they're making noise, they hadn't drowned. Right. So valid point. Very valid. But cool. no, I haven't seen I haven't seen Bronson. Melanie did um arrange a reunion for the four of us once and he came the night before. So I didn't see him. And um, sounds about right. Yeah. Arranged. Um, some some producers had come to him wanting he and Mark to do the odd couple. And he said, the only way we'll do it is if you have the girls play the pigeon sisters. So these producers were like, Mom, OK, but what do they look like now? <laughs> so. We had to send them our pictures so they could make sure we were too old and decrepit. <laughs> we did. And then they, they signed contracts with us. And then, then what did Bron said he wanted um, Joel's wick to direct. And this was in um, 2013. And he wanted Joel to direct. And I guess Joel didn't get back to them in time or something. But anyway, somehow the whole deal fell through. And, uh, you know, Melanie and I had our bags packed and we're out waiting for the bus because we were going to be a tour, <laughs> like a national tour. Was it like a stage show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that would have been a blast, the four of us doing yeah. that. It would have been full circle. You've got, you know, The Odd Couple is the movie that's on the marquee in the, in the opening credits and you bring it back to, to that original reference. Absolutely. So unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't end up going, but we were, um, we were game. I'm like, sure, we'll do it. That would have been so, but then, and that's that was that was the end of that. We never, never ended up getting together, and obviously, there's never been a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, we're almost at thirty years, like we said. Uh, I just have to say thank you, Rebecca, for all of the entertainment that you've given us um, throughout Perfect Strangers, throughout the rest of your career, and with this podcast in general. I mean, like we've been going back watching these episodes thirty years later. And they continue to hold up. They continue to be entertaining. And uh, I just want to say thank you to the whole cast and you included. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Where can I see your podcast? Yeah, we'll send you all that stuff. We'll give you links to, to everything when we get off. Yeah. Yeah, I was well, curious because I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, it's on. I mean, it's on all the streaming services. So Apple. Well, that's Spotify. because I don't know anything about any podcast. You know, <laughs> I remember I'm on in years. So I, you know, you have to point me in the direction you want me to go in. 
we'll get you there. We'll definitely send you the links to to this and to the podcast so that so that you have them. But yeah, I, I have to just kind of echo what Steve said. Thank you so much for everything. It's well, been so much you. fun to watch you. And- I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank cool. you so much, Rebecca. Thanks. Have a great day. All right. Again, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate yeah, you, you so, so much. Just giving us the time and uh, talking about all kinds of stuff. Perfect strangers that the two of us definitely didn't know about. No, I mean, it's just like, obviously we can't know what happens behind the scenes and it's always fun to hear the stories. And I'm so grateful that people are willing to come on and share those stories with us. Yeah. So we'll have to, uh, maybe a year or so from now at the 30 year anniversary of the ending of perfect strangers. Maybe we'll try to get a couple more cast members on. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. We'll see. But I really definitely want to go back and watch that. Uh, the, the, um, what was it? The circus stuff. The, no, 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 no. Well, the circus stuff, A. But the episode that we talked about, what was the episode we talked about? The, the Honeymooners episode where they where oh, yeah, said yeah. that they actually recorded it live. Um, sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. Knowing that, you know. Um, okay. So, again, a video version of this uh, interview might go up on YouTube. Uh, we'll have to see what we can get worked out. But uh, go subscribe to Guys Into Fridays on YouTube. And uh, like we said at the beginning... Uh, thanks to Kai for the theme song and follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. Yeah, and next week, there might be a change. I'm going to tell you what we are what we might do as, a, and then there might be a change. I mean, it's the summer, so things are flexible. But um, if nothing else cool happens, we'll be watching uh, Perfect Strangers Season 7, Episode 17. It's called Wayne Man, like W-A-N-E. Okay. Wayne Man, like like Rain Man, but Wayne Man. Um, so like I said, might change that, might not, but just plan on season seven, episode 17 next week on the show. I like how your mind correctly went to Rain Man and mine went to Wayne Gretzky for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I would go to Wayne Gretzky, but definitely not Wayne Gretzky. I mean, he might be. In the Wayne episode, Newton, maybe? You're onto something with that one. Oh, okay. So there's a good, good, yeah. There's a good chance that that's the uh, what we're looking at. Hopefully, it's Wayne Gretzky. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, that's all the stuff we got to get through. Uh, like we said, flexible next week. It's either going to be that or something else that we can't talk about yet because it's not set in stone. But if that other thing does happen, uh, TGIF cast on social media. That's the best way to know. So that way you know whether to be prepared for something else or be prepared to watch that episode of Perfect Strangers. Yep, and remember Awesome Con, June 3rd. Two weeks Friday, away. DC, come see us. We'd love to have you. Got well, a lot of room um, to fill. And you can record your own uh, version of the TGIF podcast intro theme song. While you are there, we'll have the microphone ready, and I will actually record it correctly this time, yeah. other than the one that we did in Richmond. Steve will try not to delete it. I I don't think that's what happened, but uh, I, I think I know what happened, and I think I know how to make sure that it does not happen again. Fingers crossed. That's that all I can say. Devastating. It was. All right, man. Uh, I think I think that's it. Do you got anything else? No, I think you're right. I think that's it. All right, Steve. Have a good week. You got it, dude. So you always die